0: Welcome back to another episode of the Public Announcement Podcast, and today we have an interesting topic or a very relevant one, and that is about the Corona outbreak. I actually wanted to do this video or this uh, podcast for quite a while, but I didn't realize maybe two weeks ago when I was writing down ideas that the pandemic would get so serious. But here we are, and that is also the reason you might maybe experience a little bit of uh, sound quality drop. It is not because you're hearing bad or your headphones are bad. It is because I have to work with the setup I currently have. I do not have access to my home setup. So, yeah, please just hold with me, and, yeah, I will I'll, I'll. I hope I will get back to my normal setup as soon as possible. So, in order to understand the pandemic or the corona outbreak, you don't have to watch the news 24-7. I guess everybody who has at least gets a very basic idea of what happened, where it originated, how it spread, and therefore we don't have to go into deep details about this. And I'm not going to talk about this either, I'm more going to talk about the future implications on humankind and generally speaking the world maybe. You can call it like that, that's going to be the main topic we're going to talk about about it. It is not, in my opinion, the pandemic itself, but it's how people reacted to it that's the most interesting part. Yes, the pandemic is dangerous, yes, the pandemic is deadly, but I think that the human factor was the was the thing that made the entire thing even worse and made it collapse. And I don't think that the world as it is today is ready for another pandemic if it is as serious as the coronavirus or maybe even more serious we uh, maybe don't imagine if corona was more deadly or could spread more easily how many people could have been infected and how could it inflict uh what kind of damage it would inflict on our world i don't want to be rude i don't want to make the entire issue not serious but it's not that bad if you look at it from a global perspective Right. Of course, it's time to uh, maybe panic a little. Of course, it's time to prepare. Of course, there have been many deaths, and many people are in panic. Many people are quarantined. But if you look at it, there hasn't been that many people infected, and uh, well, many people died. Yes, that, that that's uh, that's an unfortunate thing. But imagine if maybe 1 billion people would be infected. That's still one-seventh of the world. If we talk about that, that's not the majority of the world, right? One-seventh of the world would be infected by a disease, and that's 1 billion, right? And I don't think the corona cases, no matter what happens, will ever reach 1 billion. I don't think they will even reach maybe 100 or 10 million, right? Uh, so just imagine a disease. I'm talking about a disease on that scale, Right? So what what was the biggest uh, failure in my opinion was the entire check and uh the entire checking of people and the transportation in general. I mean when the disease first began people were still kind of free to travel around. I think the first travel bans came around February or uh at the end of February, at March or as we are to as of as of today there are many bans, you know, countries cannot travel freely, people are Almost, there is nobody almost in the planes. I think some of the flights are even empty. Like, absolutely. Like, it's just a fucking airplane flying. And uh, trains and buses are also limited only to... uh use in the countries and that also, of course is not true worldwide but before you could very freely travel in an airplane and even when people started to get rejected from their flights because of coronavirus there still was, was the problem of the transportation by train and by bus. Now for people living in the United States you might not think that this is something very serious to consider but if you live in Europe you can literally get in a few hours across maybe three or four countries if you take a train. And I do remember in my country specifically, the buses that were coming from Italy at the peak of them spreading, like the first week when when Italia started to understand this shit's getting serious. The buses that came to my country were completely unchecked. The people just get the f- got out of the bus and left and the buses were coming out of zones that today are heavily quar- quarantined and guarded. Zones where people are literally dying in hospitals and on the streets at homes. These were the zones where the buses were sort of like going. And three days later, these buses appeared in my country and nobody really checked them. The same with trains. And a lot of people also took it as a holiday destination, right? So uh, many people, many ski people came from italy back to the country still it was not checked those were by cars now today of course we have closed borders it's more checked than at least in my country all the buses are limited to regional use and trains also you cannot get by a train out of the country you can only take a car and go through the borders where you are checked if you don't have the coronavirus directly now, but the most important failure or the most or the biggest one failure was, in my opinion, the human factor. Now, in my opinion, everybody is sort of guilty out of this because lots of people underestimated the virus and some people overestimated it and then were just straight up panicking and those people were not helping the situation either. In my opinion, people are not mentally ready to do this. People are not ready or are or not prepared for this type of serious disease or a serious lockdown, right? uh even after the quarantine i remember this fully because i also did it right so the first week of the so-called quarantine they told us we should rather stay at home and we should rather do this but most of the people didn't quite ignore it they just sort of like continued with their normal lives right they went to work after work they went to sit down and it is not really the ideal situation you should be doing now of course we are now smarter but Again, people didn't take it that seriously. And of course, those were then there were those people that two months ago were stockpiling on food because they thought there is an apocalypse. I mean, those people didn't add to the conversation much either. There are cases also in my country, and I believe in others, where people just buy insane amounts of whatever product is currently uh, not in the stock. People started buying toilet paper. In my country, at least, it was like flour and uh, pa- pasta, Uh, you and you're stockpiling like for 10 years of a nuclear holocaust i mean that also isn't a solution and you're just creating more panic which doesn't need to be and i think the governments also underestimated the human factor they just sort of said like okay we recommend this and uh, whoever like does otherwise won't be punished so of course the people won't change their behavior if the people were given a punishment or a penalty i think it would really help the spread of the coronavirus. To sort of slow down you know the spread wouldn't be so fast or people would stay at home more and it would be maybe a one week or two week quarantine instead of an almost uh three week one at least in my country right now and you know and if two sites are diametrically different one starts to panic and one makes fun of it you can't get a middle consensus you don't know whom to believe because one of the things we're spreading fake news about how how really uh bad it was and how we are all gonna die and the second side was sort of like chilling there and saying like okay nothing is gonna happen and neither of them were in the right at the end of the day and also another thing that in my opinion at least failed was the governments but i don't think they're so guilty of this i just think they don't have the tools ready to handle such disease many governments they don't have policies or steps to take in case of this government or at least what i've saw right because everybody was sort of confused what to do you know they closed up schools and then they were like okay what now do we close up also people who work or do we limit public transport each country had their individual own sort of policies that they used and it was more like at least in my country we are currently under the regime that is um, that was made in case of an attack like a military attack right it is not like specifically made for a pandemic or specifically made for a disease it is made for like when there is an attack like an actual military attack these are the steps we have to take in order to ensure the country survives and that is not really the a good way to approach this Uh, many people, you know, they wanted to, they didn't want to stay at home. They went out and the government had no means of saying like, okay, just go stay home. It was mostly public speeches and people don't really listen when a politician tells them something. So they had no way to enforce this. There was no special force. The police didn't do shit uh right now everybody's sort of like trying to do something or to use their executive power to promote these ideas but before it was more freelance like it was recommended for you to stay at home but nobody would do anything if you went out right and you cannot really give this choice to your people if it is this serious uh and many governments also lack the infrastructure to do this if they wanted to right they either didn't have enough units to make these people stay at home or to uh, make people go to hospitals at least in my country maybe it's also the same in you i know it's in italy and maybe also in france uh, hospitals are overstocked people people that have normal diseases right people who have like a broken hand or or have an infection cannot get Uh, proper medical care because there are people going and testing themselves for coronavirus and we have to wait two days before you actually get the results back right and some parts of the hospitals have been infected due to poor medical conditions right the doctors mishandled some uh, some samples or something and suddenly you know you've got the coronavirus in the halls of the actual hallway and you have to close them an entire wing which only uh, which only makes the problem go even worse Now, in the future, I think that uh, we should sit down and consult this. And not as a world, but I think countries together have to find a way or a protocol to use in order when this pandemic pandemic starts to spread. We cannot rely on individual countries making individual rules because that doesn't really work out most of the time. We have to rely on a general protocol that the countries will just utilize whenever something similar happens in the future and therefore we can get a get better safety. I could say that this corona thing is sort of like a test run because i think there are going to be more serious pandemics in the future there might be right and if we don't have a proper protocol in place if we don't know what the fuck we are supposed to be doing then it will be a real problem for us to solve issues as i already said imagine there would be a pandemic maybe 30 years from now that would infect one seventh of the world one billion or could potentially affect one billion right and now imagine that pandemic would start to kill. Yeah, you know, you would you, you would collapse on the ground, and nobody could uh, uh, you know pick you up or do anything with you. You would just die automatically. That is something we have to worry about. And if we don't have protocols in place that we utilize, if we don't have people who are mentally prepared to follow these protocols when they are um, uh, to follow these protocols when they are in place then you have a pretty bad chance of surviving and lots and lots of people are going to unfortunately die. I I think that we could have handled corona better but you know this is the situation we are at now. We cannot talk about the past. I just think that the country should sit down maybe two months after this all calms down and talk about protocols, talk about measures, maybe utilize a united fund where we collect money because, for example, there is lackage of medical supplies, at least in my country, and people cannot get proper medical supplies uh, who want to stay at home, but I don't, know, don't have a disinfectant on their hands or don't want to do this. I think this would greatly help the entire pandemic and would make it less of a serious issue so we can get back to our normal lives the sooner. And of course, we as individuals have to also become more disciplined. But I don't want to be the teacher or the preacher of this because I was also on the camp that just made fun of Corona in the beginning. So I'm also quite guilty of this. And I don't want to moralize people like you aren't educated enough because I as an individual aren't educated enough too. Right? I was just as undisciplined like you or like most of the people were. So that would be the end of today's episode. I would like to thank you for listening. And uh, one more time, sorry for the setup, sorry for the sound. Uh, Everything is just happening fast and I have to work with what I have. And unfortunately, it's not the best quality, but I will try to make it enjoyable nonetheless. So thank you for listening and goodbye.